0: Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbiji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 1293 885 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transformed Forming encounter with the covenant keeping God. The solution word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn.
1: The Bible says that he was more honorable than his brethren. That's a good introduction. An introduction of honor. We all want to come into that place of honor. So the Bible says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. But you see, this is his testimony. His introduction in life is being introduced with a testimony. It's a testimony of honor. Are you following me? It's a testimony of honor, but that is not how he began. We are seeing his glory, but this is not how he began. Because behind every glory, there is a story. All right. Uh, Turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. 1 Chronicles, chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. For your information, the book of Chronicles is in the Old Testament. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9 and 10. I read it says, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bear him with sorrow. Verse 10, and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying oh that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and that thine hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it might not grieve me and God answered him that which he requested And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm preaching on the message I have titled, The Prayer of Jabez. The Prayer of Jabez. God is a prayer answering God. From time immemorial, God's ultimate desire is for his children to call upon him in time of need and every time we are in need and we call upon God God always hears us not only does he hear us he always answers us that's why the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 it says ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door will be opened Verse 8 says, For whosoever ask receives. Whosoever asks receives. And whosoever knocks, the door will be open. And whosoever seeks shall find. Why? Because God is a prayer answering God. I said God is a prayer answering God. Many Christians have gone into a state of unbelief because they have prayed and their prayers have not been answered. The fact that your prayers have not been answered at the time you wanted it answered doesn't mean that God does not answer prayers. Amen? Amen. God still answers prayers. Why? Because he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, And he's the same forever. Jesus is still answering prayers today. And I've come to announce to you, every prayer you pray from this season, it shall be answered. I said, every prayer you pray from this season, it shall be answered. In the mighty name of Jesus. So God is still answering our prayers. The question I want to ask is How many of you have some prayer needs? Does anybody have any need? If you have a need, then there is a supplier. And that supplier, his name is Jesus. That's why the Bible says in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 19, it says, But my God shall supply all your needs, not some. How many? all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus so God is able to supply all your needs your needs are not too big for God because God is not deficient of supplying heaven is not in an economic shock heaven is full of God's riches I said heaven is full of God's riches and I don't know what your needs are, but my God will supply you your needs. I said, my God will supply you your needs. Every need you have, be it generational needs. Tonight, my God will supply your needs. I said, my God will supply your needs in the mighty name of Jesus. So the scripture we read in the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. The Bible says that Enjabez was more honorable than his brethren. The Bible says that he was more honorable than his brethren. That's a good introduction, an introduction of honor. We all want to come into that place of honor. So the Bible says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. But you see, this is his testimony. His introduction in life is being introduced with a testimony. It's a testimony of honor. Are you following me? It's a testimony of honor, but that is not how he began. We are seeing his glory, but this is not how he began. Because behind every glory, there is a story. I said behind every glory, there is a story. The Bible says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Most of the time when people see you, they only see the blessings of God over your life. Most of the time when people see you, they only see you in the blessing of the Lord. And they they don't know what you've gone through before coming into the blessing. And when they look at you, they say, oh, look at him, look at her. Everything is happening for him or her. But they don't know that you've come from somewhere. Because behind every glory, there is a story. I said, behind every glory, there is a story. And I have come to declare to you prophetically tonight that your glory will shine. I said, your glory will shine nothing will hide your glory anything that has been hiding your glory from tonight I decree that your glory will shine I said your glory will shine because God's word says arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. From today's solution, I decree the ariser. I decree the arising. I decree the upliftment of the glory of God over your life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. When they come looking for shame, they will see Glory. When they come looking for shame in your life, they will see nothing else but glory. Our children will inherit glory. This church will inherit glory. The Bible says that the wise will inherit glory. And I decree that this house is a wise house. And this house shall inherit the glory of God. Your glory will not die. Your glory will shine. Your glory will not go down. Your glory will shine. I said your glory will shine. I said your glory will shine. The glory of this church will shine across the world. The glory of this house will shine across the world. Because we are arising. We are shining. Why? Because the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Somebody say a good amen. Amen. Oh, Somebody say a good amen. Amen. Somebody say a good amen. amen. Somebody say it's my season to walk in the glory. It's my season to experience the glory. When the glory of God comes upon you, they will see nothing else but the goodness of God. Moses said in the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 18, he said, Lord, show me your glory. And God said to him, you will not see my glory. Nobody sees my face and leaves, but I'll pass in front of you and you'll see my side and you'll inhabit my goodness. Somebody in this house, before the end of this week, you will see the glory of God. I said, you will see the glory of God. I said you'll see the glory of God. In your business you'll see the glory of God. In your relationship you'll see the glory of God. The days of shame are over. The days of shame are over. It's a new season of glory. It's a new season of glory. It's a new season of glory. It's a shakir glory of God. When the glory of God shows up he heals every sickness. I decree unto you the appearance of the glory of God. I said the glory of God shall be shown forth in your life. There are some people who came to Jesus and asked Jesus, why is this person sick? Is it because of him or his parents? And Jesus said, not so. It says so that the glory of God can be shown forth. Whatever you are going through, the glory of God will show forth. Like Jabez, you will be called honorable. I said like Jabez, you will be called honorable. When people see you like Saul, they will salute you. When they see you, they will salute you. I said, from today, they will salute you. When people see you, they will say, Yes, sir, Master. They will say, Yes, sir, boss. People that you used to be, they used to be your boss. After tonight, you will be their bosses. In the name of Jesus. There was a young man in this country many years ago who was in this country illegally. And then all of a sudden, immigration caught him, detained him, put him on a plane, British Airway, and throw him back with chains, back to his country, in shame. And when he went back to his country, he started praying and asking God to show him, to show him his glory. And then God gave him one idea, he went to a church service, and on that day, they were being asked to sow a thousand dollar seed. He didn't have anything. He came from the back. As a matter of fact, that day, he wasn't going to church. He was going to look for his friend. Because he didn't have any money to eat. He went to look for his friend. And the friend was in the church. So he was standing outside, far at the back of the church. And then he heard the man of God say, sow a thousand dollar seed. Sow a thousand dollar seed. And say, all oh, these church people... Every time they're asking for money, money. all they're looking for his money. He said, I even though I don't believe in this. I don't have a thousand dollars. I've just been deported. But I'll take a step of faith. So he took a piece of paper and wrote a thousand dollars. Went to the altar and dropped it down. And he said, God, if you bless me, I'll give you this thousand dollars. So he took a step of faith. No long after, God gave him an idea. And the idea that God gave him, he started implementing it. That's why when you're in every service, one of your prayers will be, God, give me an idea. Yeah. Every time you come, you see, in this service, God will not give you money. He'll give you an idea. Every service, you've heard it before, right in church, we were here and preaching and somebody heard, pastor said something, said your nine to five job will not take you anywhere. They were angry. An idea came for, they went and started a business. And before they realized, they had employed more than 20 people. Now what am I saying? In every service, there is an idea package just for you. If you are going to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, you will hear the voice of God. So God gave him an idea and he implemented that idea. The next thing, there was a company from this country. Who said, oh, we are interested in your idea. Guess what the idea was? Very simple. This was his idea. When he went to a bank, he saw people queuing without any order. And he said, if I can just make do a line. You know, when you go to airports, you see that that thing they, they use for queuing when you go to the bank? You see that thing where... They put something there and then they say, what is it called? It's Yeah, and then it directs people to say this is the way and that. That's a guy. He invented it. So he invented a thing. A company from this side said, oh, we are interested. Supply us so and so. And then he supplied. The next thing they said, oh, that company wants some. They supplied. And they supplied. They supplied. The time, by the time he realized within a year, he's hitting millions. He's hitting millions. Now the same airline that deported him, the next time he was flying business class. The next time he was flying business class. And the, the next time he was on the plane flying business class, the boss that he used to work with, that he used to say yes I master to, was in economy class, he was in business class. I'm telling you, God will show forth your glory. I said, your glory will appear in the name of Jesus. Before you come to covenant 2018, you have a glory testimony. I said, you have a glory testimony. I said, you have a glory testimony. Before you come to covenant 2018 this year. The glory of God will be all over you. Your story will change. Your story will change. Let me hear living amen. Your story will change. In the name of Jesus. So the Bible says that Enjabez was more honorable than his brethren. They saw his glory. They saw his testimony. But they don't know what he's been through. Tomorrow when somebody sees you living in a mansion. They'll say, oh look at him. Look at her. Look at all these people. But they don't know where you've been through. They don't know the story behind your glory. So Jarvis was more honorable Than his brethren. But that's not how it started. The Bible says that. And his mother called his name Jabez. His mother called his name Jabez. Saying. Because I bore him with sorrow. The name Jabez meant sorrow. Yet that name that is a sorrowful name. The name sorrow is working in honor. I don't know what situation you were born in. I don't know what situation your parents gave birth to you in. But whatsoever situation they gave birth to you in, that situation is changing now. Jacob was called Jacob because he was a supplanter. He was a deceiver. But when he had an encounter with God, God said, for you have wrestled with God and you have prevailed. From henceforth, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. Why? Because you are now a prince of God. You have prevailed with God and you have prevailed with man. I declare over you solution that from today you will be a prince of God. You will be a princess of God. I decree over you that the blessing of God will overtake you in this season. I said the blessing of God will overtake you in this season. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that then the mother called him Jabez. Saying, because I bore him with sorrow. That's why you have to be careful what name you're giving your children. What name you're giving your situations. You have to be careful. There are Jabez situations. Sometimes you go through some sorrowful experiences and you lay an altar there and call it Jabez. No. That's why Psalm 23 verse 4. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are walking through. Don't give it a name yet. Don't give it a name yet. It's just a shadow of death. It's not death. What you are going through, you don't have to give it a name. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Many go through a little challenge and they give it a name. You go through a little pain and you give it a name. You say, as for me, my name is pain. As for me, my name is disgrace. As for me, my name is depression. No, that's not your name. You have the name of God. God put his name on you so don't tabernacle there and start crying like Jabez and saying as for me my name is sorrow, your name is not sorrow, the bible says a weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning I said but joy comes in the morning joy is coming now joy is coming now I said joy is coming now Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Don't, don't, it's not time to to put on a morning cloth. (laughs) Sarah, you might not have your Isaac yet, you might not have your laughter yet, but keep laughing. Keep laughing. The Bible says that the children of the desolate shall be more than the children of the fruitful. It's time to laugh again. Solution is time to laugh again. It doesn't matter what we have been through, it doesn't matter what you have gone through. Our glory is coming again. Our laughter is coming again. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God will sit in the heaven and he shall laugh. He shall laugh. And how does God laugh? God sits in the heavens and he begins to laugh. (laughs) They don't know what they are doing, but you begin to laugh. You begin to laugh because your Isaac is coming. Your promotion is coming. Your joy is coming. Your healing is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Your anointing is coming. Let me hear a living amen. Amen. The Bible says that his name was called Jabez because his mother bare him in sorrow. From today you will not know no sorrow. I said no more sorrow. Affliction shall not rise up the second time. Every time you go to bed, you go with sorrow. You wake up in the morning, you wake up with sorrow. It shall not be your story anymore. I said it shall not be so in your life anymore. In the name of Jesus. Verse 10 of 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Verse 10, the Bible says that in Jabez... Called on the God of Israel. I love that. Who do you call upon when you are going through challenges? Who do you call upon? Unfortunately, many people call on the wrong people, they always go to the wrong people. Who do you call upon when you are going through challenges? Sometimes you go to people, you call these are my close friends. But you don't know, they are your close enemies. The Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. You see, at every wedding, there are enemies. Did you hear what I just said? At every wedding, there are enemies. When you are smiling, and when the man puts the ring on your finger, and then the man of God says, "You are now pronounced husband and wife," you may kiss the bride. Whilst the man is kissing you, there's an enemy there saying, <sighs> <laughs> "Yeah, there's an enemy there." An enemy there. He said, "Oh, this marriage will not last one month. This marriage will not last one year." Some of you might not know, but you are sitting on time-sensitive declarations of the wicked one that he has declared ahead of you. But after today, those declarations go back to the sender. I said it goes back to the sender. Every time-sensitive declaration, every time-sensitive curse, they go back to the sender. When we came to this side of Crowley and started the church, we were just two two adults and one child. Some churches, they say, oh, they will not last. We give them seven days. It's a seven days wonder. We are still here nine years. God has kept us for nine years. Those who said seven days wonder, they are nowhere to be found. Why? Because if it is of God, it will stand. If it is not of God, it will collapse. And this house is of God. Nothing can bring this church down. Nothing can bring you down. In the name of Jesus. Jabez did not call upon his enemies. Jabez called upon God the Bible says that are in Jabez and sorrow called on the God of Israel and Jabez called on the God of solution and Jabez called on the God of Jacob and Jabez called on the God of Isaac Answering prayers today, and he will answer your prayers in the name of Jesus. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel. I love that. And Jabez called upon the God of Israel. If your business is going down, who do you call upon? The God of Israel. Is your family, if your family is not going well, who do you call upon? The God of Israel. Why? Because he's a prayer answering God. And don't end it. You see, many people call on God and they don't say nothing. They say, oh God, oh God, oh God, my God, oh God, oh God, now you've called on him. He showed up. What else? Don't just say, oh God. Oh God, oh God. You can't just call, oh God, and when He shows up, you say nothing. Some of you, you call your wife. And when your wife comes, you say, "Ah, honey, I'm here. And they say, I forgot. No. You cannot call and the person comes and say, you forgot. You call God when God shows up, don't say, you forgot. Don't have amnesia. When God shows up, you don't forget. I said, when God shows up, you don't forget. Hallelujah. And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Look at that. Saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. That word bless there means Barak. Barak blessing. is the blessing of the Lord. The word Barak means blessing. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, it says the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich and he adds no sorrow. From today, I declare that blessing over you. Let me hear a living amen. I declare that blessing over you. I declare that blessing over you. I declare that blessing over this church. I declare that blessing over your children. I declare that blessing over everything we do. In our going in and in our coming out, we declare that blessing. Somebody shout, I am blessed. Oh, shout it better. Say, I am blessed. It says, oh, that that you will bless me. Not only bless me, but bless me indeed. Bless me how? Indeed. Do you know what bless me indeed means? Bless me indeed means bless me so much that even those who don't like me will see, they cannot refute it. They will see that this is indeed the blessing of the Lord. That indeed this is a blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. It said that you will bless me indeed. You know, the word here, bless, the barak means you lay hands on yourself and say, Lord, I bless myself. I barak myself. Ah, 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 ah. I barak myself. I barak myself. I come into the valley of Baraka. The valley of blessing. The valley of significance. I come into the season of significance. The season of prosperity. The season of wealth. The season of greatness. The season of the blessing indeed. He said oh that you will bless me indeed. God will bless you indeed. I said, God will bless you indeed. In Acts chapter 3, when that crippled man was healed from that beautiful gate, when the enemies of Jesus Christ saw it, they said, for indeed, a notable miracle has happened and we cannot deny it. You see, those who don't believe in you coming to this church, they'll see the blessing of indeed over your life. I said, they'll see, they'll say, ah, indeed, it's true. There is blessing in solution. Indeed, in solution, people are getting blessed. Indeed, in solution, people are being lifted up. So shall be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. So Jabez said. That you bless me indeed. And not only that. He said enlarge my coast. I love that. The days of limitation are over. I said the days of limitation are over. The days of limitation are over. It's a season of enlargement. Solution, it's a season of enlargement. It's a season of expansion. Whatever you touch in this season, it shall expand. Your business will expand. Your borders will expand. This church will expand on every side. Your family will expand financially. In the name of Jesus, He says that You will bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. Father, enlarge our coast. Enlarge the coast of solution. Enlarge our borders, because multitudes are coming, millions are coming. Father, enlarge my borders. Enlarge my coast. In the name of Jesus. The days of smallness are over. It's a season for enlargement. Do you know what it means for God to enlarge your coast? It means to enlarge your territory. To expand your influence. Your business will not only be known in the UK. It will be known in China. China. It will be known in India. It will be known in Germany. It will be known in the U.S. It will be known in the U.K. It will be known in the whole of Africa. It will be known in the Arab world. It will be known in the whole of Asia. It will be known in the whole of Europe. It will be known in the whole of Northern America. In the name of Jesus He said, enlarge my coast. Put your hand on your chest and say, Lord, Lord, enlarge my coast. Say like you mean it. Say, Lord, Lord, enlarge my coast. coast. The days of handling little, little money are over. It's a season for enlargement to handle big, big money. Catching big fish. Amen. The days of when you come to church, your offering, small offering, small offering are over. I said they are over. It's a season when you come, it's big offering. Is somebody excited? Now, if you are giving big offering, that means God is blessing you big time. I look forward to the day when I come. My offering, offering, offering alone is 2 million pounds. On a weekday, not on a Sunday. On a weekday, my offering is 2 million pounds. You might not like it, but I'm blessed. I said I'm blessed. And if you like us blessed people, you'll also be blessed. You can only attract what you like. Amen? Amen. So say to yourself very soon. Say it like you mean it. Say very soon. From today, my offerings, my tithes shall be big. Because my God will enlarge my coast, my God will enlarge my territory. My God will enlarge my business. My God will enlarge my influence in the name of Jesus. Some of you, before you come to covenant this year, your offering will be your whole year's annual salary. You are not receiving it. do do you know what that means that means from now until covenant God will change your dimension your levels will change I said your levels will change and when your levels are changed who no no go no I said when God changes your level who no no go no to drive a broken down car but by the time to come to covenant your car will be a brand new car you'll have a testimony of a brand new car you'll have a testimony of a brand new car in the name of Jesus and James called on the God of Israel saying oh that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast And not only that, that thy hand might be with me. Say amen. Amen. Do you know what it means for the hand of God to be with you? When the hand of God is with you, you will never go wrong. He will always guide you. Onto the right step. Your business deals, he will guide you. Your next property to buy, he will guide you. Your next investment, he will guide you. Some of you have made many investments that have caused you heartache. Heartache. Because God's hand was not with you. Some of you have gone into some relationships in the past that have given you heartache. 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 That lady took your money. Deceived you. Chopped all your money. Heartache. Because the hand of the Lord was not with you. she deceived you took your money took your money took your money (laughs) you gave her all your money you were left with nothing the devil is a liar it's your season of restoration I said it's your season of restoration in the name of Jesus he said that your hand will be with me. Do you know how confident you'll be in life when God's hand is holding your hand? When God's hand is with you, it gives you confidence. It gives you boldness to face tomorrow because you know who you are working with. You know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said not only that, that your hand might be with me. That thou wouldest keep me from evil. Ah, say amen. amen. One prayer you must pray every day. Is the Lord today keep me from evil. Amen. Keep me from evil. One prayer you must pray every month is Lord keep me away from evil. Amen. Keep me away from evil men, evil women. Evil people. Paul said pray for us for not all men are have faith for some men are evil. evil there are very evil people in the world extremely evil how can a husband and a wife be married for over 7 years and the man be planning they are going to do a parachute jump and the man went took the woman's parachute went to the toilet tampered with the parachute, they are going to jump from above 4,000 feet. Took away the things from the parachute so that when the woman jumps, her parachute will not, it's evil, evil, evil. There are evil men and evil women in this world. God said the heart of man is desperately wicked. Some of you, your genius, they are evil. They are planning for you to be taken away from that job. He said, he just came. He just came and he's been promoted. I remember when I used to work at Boots, the chemist. I used to work there and I was hungry for, for success. So I asked the box, is there any courses to be done? The boss said yes, there's a pharmacy assistant course to be done and when you do it, your salary will be increased. I said, oh no, why not? I'll do it. I applied for it, got the book, went, you know, went because I've just come to the store not long and there were people there that have been working there for 25 years. <laughs> 25 years and more. And so after I went to write the test, I came back And they say, oh, before I went, they said, oh, he'll fail. He'll fail. This test is hard. He'll fail. We have been here. We've written it so many times. We have failed so many times. We have given up. So the day I came, after I've written the test, I came to the shop. They were all waiting for me on the shop floor, at the entrance. When I came, they said, hey, there he comes. They said, how did it go? I did my face. I said, shh. I thought these people were my friends, and when I did my face like that, oh, I failed. And then come and see jubilation. We told you, we told you, we told you you fail. The heart of man is desperately weak. Up till to today, they didn't you know I passed. At the end of the day, once you pass, your salary is increased. Some of you, when God does things for you, instead of sharing the testimony in church, you go and share it with the evil people. When we say fill a testimony card and share your testimony, you go and share your testimony with evil, evil people. And then within a matter of time, you lose that testimony. They say, oh, what happened? Because you have taken the testimony to the wrong places. This is the place God gave you the testimony, and this is the place you must share it. He said, Lord, deliver me. Keep me away from evil. That it may not grieve me. That it may not sorrow me because his name is sorrow. That it may not grieve me. The days of grieving are over. There are some families every year, every two years is grief. Somebody is dead. It's grief after grief. The days of sorrow are over. By the mantle of God over my head, I decree that days of sorrow are over. In the name of Jesus. I Say that you will keep me away from grief, that it may not grieve me. And I love the last part. The last part says, and God granted him that which he requested. Say amen to that. Give Jesus some praise. Oh, give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, and God granted him his request. Do you know what that means? That means when you come to God with the list, he will not take one out, he will look at all of them and he under, underneath it, he'll write, granted. From today. Every request you bring before God, it shall be granted. I said, it shall be granted. I said, it shall be granted. That promotion shall be granted. That increase shall be granted. That enlargement shall be granted. That abundance shall be granted. The fruit of the womb shall be granted. That promotion shall be granted. That house shall be granted. I decree it granted now. I decree it granted now. That settlement is granted. That settlement is granted. That house is granted. That application is granted. In the name of Jesus. so amen, somebody. The Bible says that and God granted him. To everyone in this auditorium, give them a high five and still tell them God has granted you your request. You? Give them a high five. Tell them God has granted you your request. Yeah. Tell them God has granted you your request. 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 Your request is granted. 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 Our 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 request is granted. It 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 is granted. Shout, it is granted. It is granted. It is granted. It is granted. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Your request has been granted. Our request has been granted. Heaven has smiled on us. Our request has been granted. In the name of Jesus. Our request of enlargement. Our request of upliftment. Our request of the glory. It has been granted. It has been granted. Our request of expansion. Our requests of properties, our requests of miracles, our requests of signs, wonders, and miracles, our requests of healings, they have been granted. 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 That loan has been granted. That loan has been granted. That house has been granted. That house has been granted. That promotion has been granted. That settlement has been granted. The fruit of the womb has been granted. That baby has been granted. That finance has been granted. That wisdom has been granted. That increase has been granted. Father, we thank you. 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 Hey, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the manifestations of your word. We thank you that it is done. We give you praise. We receive your word with rejoicing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! 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 I'm in my season of acceleration. I'm in my season of acceleration. I'm in my season of acceleration. I'm in my season of, I'm my season of harvest. I'm in my season of granted. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We call it done. We call it done. We call it done. I don't know about you. But if you ask somebody who has gone through refusal for so long. Everything they apply for. Refuse. 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 One day. When they get granted, the way they rejoice, is not the way you are rejoicing. The way, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Assuming you are believing God for 1.3 billion pounds. And you know that this one, you know that no man can help you. And you go to God. And you write, God, my expectation for this year is 1.3 billion pounds. And then you write a business proposal. And then you submit it to the bank or your business partners. And they look at it. They have the money. You have the idea. And they look at it. They look at it. They look at it. And in your mind, you are expecting them to request at least minimum 50% of the profits of this business. And then they look at your proposal. They look at it. They look, they look. They twist their face. They twist their face. They bite their teeth. They bite their nails. They look at you. They shake their head. They wait and wait and wait. And at that point, your heart is beating. Boom, 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 boom. And your life is dependent on this contract. And then they look at you. After a few minutes, finally, they smile. They said, I will grant you the 1.3 billion pounds. Even if you are the most dignified person in that boardroom, you punch the air with a scream and a shout. So tonight, I'm saying God has granted you your lifetime request. Your lifetime request. Your lifetime request. Those of you at the back, you are not receiving it. Those of you at the back, you are not receiving it. Your lifetime request has been granted. It has been granted. It has been granted. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah.
1: You put away all dignity. You rejoice. Because the consequences after the granting is inconsequential. Are you following what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what somebody will say. At the end of the day. Is granted that house is granted. That baby is granted. That fruit of the womb is granted. That business is granted. In the name of Jesus. He came to the church not long ago. Uh is it what's his name again? What's the name? Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln came to the church not long ago. He had immigration challenge. He said they they'd gone to all kinds of things. He said, pastor, we are going to uh, is it tribunal? Yeah. And then I said, it's granted. Yes. I granted it here before he went to the tribunal. When he got there, his case is not supposed to be granted. But they said to him, granted. Ha <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 He said, He said, the home office have to contest 21 days. He said, I'm waiting for them to contest before I know that it's granted. I said, they cannot contest. And after 21 days, they didn't contest. Finally, the letter came in the post. They said, we have finally granted your settlement. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 We serve a prayer answering God. That's why everything I've declared over you tonight is granted. Amen. I said it's granted. I said it's granted in the name of Jesus. Whatever negative letter it is, go home, look at it and tell the letter you are already granted. It is granted in the name of Jesus. Did you receive it tonight? Ha! Yeah. Hey.
0: Join host Pastor Adama and Zama Segbeji from the 8th and 9th of August for Covenant 2018 with guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Namti Adukoya of the Fountain of Life Church International, Nigeria. Venue is Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Time is 7 p.m. each night. Register free today at 1293 885 or online at solutionchapel.org for Covenant 2018, August 8th and 9th. Come and have a life transformed encounter with the covenant-keeping God.